You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 64. Am I talented enough? Will I book another voiceover job? Does the casting director or client even like me? Where do I go? What do I do? Ever have those questions stuck in a loop in your mind? I have. My friends, that's what we're talking about. Self-doubt, which can be the culprit to having those questions run on a loop over and over in your mind. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell, and we can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Now listen, I want to say right off the bat, to have the goal to completely rid oneself of self-doubt, in my mind, that's cray-cray. Yep, you heard it here. It's cray-cray. Because if we're playing outside of our comfort zone, if we're stretching ourselves, it seems to me we would have a little bit of doubt, and that it's healthy. But it's when that doubt becomes crippling and we don't take any action. Well, that's another story. At least it was for me. You see, I've had swaths of time in my swaths. (laughs) I don't know why I just said that word. I like that word. I've had bouts, long periods of time in my VO journey where I was all over the place mentally, riddled with self-judgment, and had an inner monologue that was just not living from a place of possibility. I've also had auditions and bookings recently, even, where I questioned my skill set and talents. You know, I heard that little inner critic come in, but I wasn't derailed. I'd like to share with you three keys that have helped me rein in the self-doubt and also share thoughts on this topic from several of my awesome and uber-talented voiceover friends. So let's get started. And with that, the first key, start your day off right. Okay, raise your hand. You're by yourself. I think maybe you're not, but in your mind, then just raise your hand. If the first thing in the morning, you grab your iPhone. I'm right there with you. I, I do it too, where I just check my Facebook, check my Instagram, check my emails. Do I have a job today? Was the client session changed? But I found that when I get up and I take a moment to be quiet, to just be still, to give thanks for the day, to journal, to work out, to give some sort of self-love. This may sound weird, but it feels like I am mentally or telepathically sending a message to the universe that I'm here, I'm available, I'm open and ready to collaborate for the day. I also find that when I start my day off right, whether it's journaling or just drinking a glass of water and saying a positive mantra to myself, that when things come up throughout the day, client needs like five pickups on one line. (laughs) Crazy stuff that can happen throughout your day. My kid's sick and I have a voiceover session I've got to get to. So I got to get to the school and be at this voiceover session. Ah, but when I take time in the morning, when these life stuff happens, which is just going to happen, I don't get derailed, and I don't get swept up in it as much. It's like, I'm just, all right, this is just life, and I just kind of go with it. It's much easier to go with the flow when I have a morning routine. That's just me personally speaking. 
listen to my friend, voiceover talent, and founder of Love That Improv VO, Rebecca Ha. The question is, how do you manage self-doubt? As a voiceover actor, we certainly have self-doubt as a group in general because we're actors and we're never really sure when we're working alone, as we often are nowadays, whether we're doing the right take, whether we're making the right decision on rates. There's a lot of places we can have self-doubt and personal as well as business related. So often for me, a lot of the self-doubt comes from not being perfect, not being ready. And it's about really just going for it. It's progress, not perfection, right? (laughs) So there's two ways that I look at this. One is addressing self-doubt in a superficial self-talk response way when you need to continue forward in the moment. And then there's a deeper reflection that I think I need to get to the heart of the matter. The first way is kind of the superficial but immediate way you can respond to yourself. And when you're in a moment and you're feeling self-doubt and you seem to feel like your feet are stuck in the mud, the best thing to do is really just say you can do this and do what you can to think progress, not perfection. So the important thing is that you move forward and you feel the fear and move anyway. I've done this so many times in different auditions or with emails that I need to send. Look at the time you've spent. Have I spent enough time on this to know that it's not perfect? You know, if it's been an hour and it should have only been a 45-minute task, maybe it's time to think progress, not perfection. Think to yourself, am I ready? Can I do this? It's not perfect, but can I do this anyway? And then later on, the second part of this is, Is there a reason to have deeper reflection? Do you need to think, "Mm, should I talk to somebody about this? Should I talk to my coach about this? Should I talk to my husband, spouse, person I can bounce bounce things off of like my accountability partner? Depends. Should I talk to a friend? Where is the self-doubt coming from? Key in on that so you can learn in your soul what's causing the self-doubt. Oftentimes, as strange as it might sound, It's something from our childhood that becomes a repetitive pattern and response that's unconscious. And if we can delve in there and consciously become aware, often that's the only thing that it takes. It's hard. It sounds easy. The effort pays off because once you reveal it to yourself and it becomes conscious, it's actually something that becomes released in becoming aware of it. So I wish you all the best in overcoming your own self-doubt. Thank you, Tina, for inviting me to participate. I love Rebecca's progress, not perfection. How often in life do we not try something or beat ourselves up because we did not nail that audition perfectly? Oi! We humans can be so hard on ourselves. I try to remind myself, treat yourself, Tina, the way you treat your son or your family and friends. Be kind to ourselves. I also so appreciate Rebecca's words on deeper reflection on having a deeper reflection. And that brings me to my second key to managing self-doubt. Raise your awareness. I found that when I step back and I just observe how I'm talking to myself, I'm better able to redirect that inner monologue if it's taking me down a path that, well, it's just not going to be productive. Also, in raising my awareness, I'm less clingy to my inner monologue. Does that make sense? I notice the thoughts, the dialogue, but I don't claim it to be me. It's like 
I have a right arm and I have a left arm, but they're not the whole of me. And when I raise that awareness, those are just thoughts, but they're not the truth of who I am. I'd like you to hear my buddy and voiceover talent, Steve Cat, as he shares his thoughts on this topic. Self-doubt. We all have it from time to time. How do we work our way through it? As I doubt how I'm going to actually share my thoughts here on that. Well, let's start with recognizing when you're starting to slide down that slope of self-doubt. Maybe it's you're not feeling like you want to get in and do auditions a lot. You start to think, eh, maybe I'm not right for that, or I'm not right for this, or I shouldn't go after that. Yeah, that's probably when you're starting to let self-doubt pile on you. How do you move through it? That's a great question. Let's start with, number one, surrounding yourself with people that will inspire you, kick your ass a little bit, tell you things that maybe you don't want to hear but should hear, but also, and more importantly, will recognize the moments that you do need, uh, you know, a little lift up, a little bracing, okay, a little support. One of the things that I find is if you step away from the world of voiceover for just a little bit, maybe you have a, a hobby or a side job or something, that's a very interesting place to draw inspiration from. Look at other people around you that, that might be successful or are working their way through a challenge right now and draw some inspiration from that. And sometimes just by encouraging them, you'll find that that comes back to you. And then you can charge back into what you're trying to go after. The other thing is, ultimately you have to realize the only person that really matters is you. Some people will go, well, that's really narcissistic and selfish. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. Ultimately, you got to make yourself happy and you've got to approach things from the standpoint of what's important to you and what makes you feel good and, and confident. And maybe you find lanes that you want to work in, certain types of voiceover or maybe certain areas to market yourself into. But it all comes back to, I think, having a good, healthy balance of some good people around you, getting the hell out of the VO booth from time to time, and just getting away from it. Because if you just live in that world nonstop, that's just not healthy. And you really do need some other input and some other creative enzymes to percolate and just kind of incubate to help you then when you're in the booth. You know, when you're out in the real world, you're running across people that speak differently, have different philosophies, opinions, approaches. Sometimes you can take some of that and work it into your next audition or channel off of that a little bit. And finally, one of the things that I think helps combat self-doubt, because you're, you're going to have it from time to time, is take some time to sit down and plot out some goals. It helps if you write them down. I have a little whiteboard that I put short-term and then long-term goals on. And when I 
say short-term and long-term, I mean stuff that, okay, maybe I want to get it done by the end of the month, short-term. Long-term, maybe by the end of this year or within two years. And as you start to employ this, I think you'll get better at defining goals and timelines because I think they're important in moments of self-doubt because you kind of point towards those things to help lift you up and motivate you, especially if you go back and look at your past goals and go, yeah, I hit that. I did that. I found a way to motivate myself. Maybe go back and listen to some of the work that you booked that paid well, or you didn't think you were going to get that audition and you won it. Maurice Tobias once said in a weekend session that I attended, sometimes it's good just to go back and listen to your demos, especially if, if you feel good about them, because they can inspire you and give you confidence. And damn, I did that. Wow. I forgot I did that. And then take that energy and then go channel it into your audition. And sometimes just having some tunes that you really, really get pumped up on are a great way to blow through self-doubt. Maybe go take a walk with a playlist that has some inspirational or fun music on it that gets you pumped up and fired up and makes you feel good. I hope this helps. Mm, a lot of golden nuggets in there. I like Steve's idea around creative enzymes. I actually just like that phrase, creative enzymes. That's juicy. That's good, Steve. Getting the heck out of the booth and living. I promise that will inform your work and you'll begin to feel better, especially if you're living your life doing things that lift you up, feeling good. I like Steve's suggestion to have a playlist that inspires you. Maybe I'll create a VO inspiration playlist in Spotify. I'll keep you posted on that. So my last key on managing self-doubt is trusting. This is huge for me. Trusting that you're exactly where you need to be. Trusting that everything is working out and that your voice is being heard. This for me was the hardest, folks, because I'm basically trusting in something that isn't necessarily here yet. And I've been known to be a little bit like the character Monica in that show Friends. It can be a little controlling at times, and I want things to be just so. But when I just trust and I let go, I found that my gifts come in just effortlessly. So the next time you're dealing with self-doubt, my hope is that you try out one of these suggestions. Actually, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Give yourself a gift this week and try one of these suggestions on. Maybe it's starting with a morning routine that will set you up for success. Maybe it's something Rebecca suggested. Progress, not perfection. Or perhaps something that Steve said, like whiteboarding your short-term goals and your long-term goals or doing something outside of voiceover that lights you up. Let me know in the comments section on Instagram what you tried out for the week and type in hashtag combat self-doubt. Let's do this together. So give yourself that gift. Try one of these suggestions out and let me know how it goes. Until next week, here's to owning our voices.